The following program contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and the girls, welcome to Ox After Dark, the late night great night show where Dean, the Dream Martin, John, the Everyday Collector, Danikin, Lee Walker, Money Mendez, Mario, the Professor, and our special guest, Natalie, a.k.a. Golden Ass, talk about our dreams, <laughs> our lives, our trials, our tribulations, and more. Natalie, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I am so golden. That was a mouthful what you just said, too, by the I way. know. That, that Is that was... usually how He's you started He's a true off? professional. Yeah. yeah, I'm a. Tr- I, I yeah. rarely Zach mess it up. You every so once mouthful. in a while. You he, wow, he breathes, he breathes oh, through his ass. Starting. I mean, I kind of like slip right into that. How dare you? How dare you? Let's check in with the chat. Slip right into it, you say. Ninja Scroll, Aloha CW, a big kiss to John. We also got Lane Kramer, Michael Bach, Archangel, Tukatri, Danny Lee, John, the Everyday Collector. Michael says Burrows. I already got a semi shrimp. Bats in the Belfry and Equan. Wow. Natalie, how was your week so far? Oh, well, today's Wednesday, so technically it's kind of just started, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I mean, it's been really good. Um, Working, playing, working, playing, gearing up for some more adventures that I have planned for the rest of the year. Shopping a little too much, like retail therapy, all that stuff, but... Relatively is there really good. is that such a thing? Is that is that really a thing? Shopping too much? Yeah, yes. When yeah, you re- get your credit card bill and you're like, yeah, right. you're preaching to the choir here. Oh, hold up right? a second there. Shout out but to the, I figured the last like two years I haven't shopped to the degree that I shop, so I was making up for lost time. There you go. There Clever. you go. Clever, Dean. How was your week so far? Uh, pretty good. Can't, no complaints here. Uh. Yeah, I pretty pretty solid. John, how you doing? Great, man. Weather's been a little cold here, but other than that, I'm here with you guys. We got a golden ass, our lovely guest here. Looking forward to a great show with you guys. Everyone in the chat, as usual, it's an honor and privilege. Let's get this going. Wow, Danny, how you doing so far? Good, good. Happy to be here with everybody and Miss Natalie. Golden so that's analysis. what your voice sounds like, Danny. No. Oh, sorry. I was <laughs> <laughs> he, he's a little on the shy side. He gets nervous around pretty girls. Yeah, you love to see it. Eddie Money Man. <laughs> Even pretty boys. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. How, are you doing? How are you doing today? Eddie? Getting hot underneath the collar now. I know, so, right? <clears throat> a transient OD'd in front of Adrian on the work today. Oh, God. Oh. Did they die? Jeez, no. that brought the room down. Did they, <laughs> they, like, they didn't die. They didn't die. Shout but out to Narcan, baby. What was Damn, next time? What was funny about Jesus? <laughs> what uh? What was funny about it is later, Adriana found a twenty dollar bill on the floor, so she picked it up and found out there was drugs. It's fentanyl on it. Baby. In like the twenty dollar bill, or like was I guess it was wrapped around it. Yeah. Oh. So, that was probably in his butthole. Wow. That was probably what he used to snort. Like, this is a rich-ass transient if he's snorting up his mess with fucking 20s. But He has standards, Eddie. But she says she she it opened, and there was, like, crystal inside. She didn't know what kind of drugs it was, but she could tell it was drugs. And so she's like, I think I got high because 
Jesus. I felt all tingly afterwards. I was like, you're not going to get high from grabbing the drugs. No, I don't know. Like, Sometimes yeah, just come through the there's, fingers. Um, there's a video of this cop. You know, obviously, they were in the gloves and everything. And yeah. they busted a guy for uh, fentanyl. And just from touching it through his gloves, he overdosed. Yeah. And almost died. Holy like, shit. Hard, like, he overdosed, like, several times. Well, um, it was a fucking wild video. If I wake up yeah. and need that Narcan, but... <laughs> well, wait, what's that one drug that um, sometimes if they sent through, like, the mail, and there's always, like... Oh, oh uh, anthrax. anthrax. Yeah, anthrax. see? M&M used uh, maybe it. He had a... Jesus. Maybe... No, seriously, maybe it was, was like his lyrics, anthrax. where he said he shoved anthrax up her ass and, like, slapped... You don't... Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've listened to that that song. Yeah. <laughs> How's your week going? Yo, so far so good, man. You know it's even better hanging out with everybody on a Wednesday night, especially having Natalie on the show, dude. I mean, yeah, the better in well, San Diego, man. It's all it was so of freaking you. cool. Hey, you know what? I mean, it's actually all because of you. I mean, come on, That's, let's, this let's is not. True. Yeah, let's not play this up here. I mean, you're you're the, you're the star here. I'm all starstruck right now after meeting you in San Diego. And yo, you're here with us, man. Thanks for coming through. Well, thank you for shoving your camera in my face. No. Jesus. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, that that's went a different direction than I thought it was going to be. Ark's going to be upset because Mario's cheating right now. You <gasps> oh, Ark, I... Ark, you know, I still love you, boo. I had a great week. I went to SeaWorld last week, and look, I've, I've seen Blackfish, right? So I know I know. maybe it's not the coolest thing ever to watch this, the Shamu We're show. We're canceled but now. That shit was fucking spectacular. Mm-hmm. You see a whale fucking do a backflip, and then three other whales do a backflip. Wait, they had whales cool. doing backflips? They had four. I thought they didn't have whales. So Shamu anymore. did backflips, huh? Four Shamus. I didn't even know there was yeah. four of them. Did they like three go really? right, one, one right Shamu. after the other? No, one jumped, and I was like, damn, that was cool. And then there was like, and the three other ones did it. I was like, holy They're shit. They're like, uh, you're like, not showing damn, us off. See, rolled San Antonio out here there's, flexing, bro. There's yeah, six Shamus see. on this panel. Oh, wow! Whoa, um, damn it, John! We, I don't think dude, there's a shampoo at the we, one in California anymore. That's unacceptable behavior. <laughs> so, so we went right. Get his ass out of here! My kid got to see Santa, which was the first time in two years because of COVID, which was really nice. And then afterwards, we took her to the kitty section, so they have all these kitty rides. And she went on three, and I was my mom was like, "One more." And so we're standing in line for. Um, what are these things called? The big circle things? I don't know. I'm totally blanking right now. Merry-go-round? Merry-go-round. Ferris wheel. There you go. Oh, but it's a kid one, right? So instead of like going and then they stop and get everyone off, it was like you go up one level, they take someone off, they go up another level. You know, it's like it wasn't really going around. So I was like, this is going to take forever. We're like 30th in line. This is going to mm-hmm. take like an hour. So my kid sees there's this huge like fucking jungle gym. It's like the size of a football field. And she's like, Dad, can we? Can I please go on that? And I'm like, all right, let's go. She goes oh, on she it. Uh, she's four. My fat ass can't get into this thing. It's fucking ropes <laughs> and ladders and, and, and it's like a damn obstacle course. And and I was like, okay, Vivi, I'm going to go down there. You go down the slide and I'll catch you. And she's like, okay. As soon as I get down there, she fucking books it like deeper into this obstacle course. Dude, we lost her for like 10 minutes. I was freaking out. Dude, I was freaking. I was like anxious because like, there's so many people at this place. Like, there's like hundreds of people, and she just fucking was gone. We found her though, and of course she was crying. She didn't want to get out, but it was. Dude, I felt like I was like gonna have freaking keel over or something. I was freaking out because like, there's so many exits to this jungle gym. Dude, it was like, Are you... anxiety level hundred. You know when you go to like 
places like SeaWorld and Disneyland and you see those adults that have the kids the with the backpacks that have the leash. Yeah. Dude, that's Oh my god, smart, I love dude. those. Dude, trust me, I judged parents before I had a kid. Having a kid, the leash is clutch. Super clutch. Especially the with the, the monkey backpack ones. Yes, yes, yes. That's what and we have. And the tail yeah. is kind of like the leash. Yeah, I think those exactly. Are so cool. How about if you pull it's too so hard? Well, you, you know, just, learn. Uh, yeah. Mini me, yeah. heal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eddie knows. <laughs> Eddie knows. Eddie knew. I was you exactly what I was thinking about. He knew. Ah, oh, man. Rip. Rip Vernon. Uh, anyways, so Natalie, tell us about oh. your comic series and, and anything you want to share. We'll, we'll, we'll dive right in. Oh, wow. So I guess um, earlier while we were doing the mic checks and stuff like that, we were starting to go about my first trip to the cons and all that stuff. And I said, let's hold off. So what happened was my comic book is about a spy who wants to find love. And how it came about was years and years ago, I would go down to Comic-Con to hang out with the geeks and the nerds. It, like I always called it like geek prom because that's really like the culmination of everybody hanging out and partying, like the creators, the nerds and all of that. And then of course, Hollywood took over. But I started going before Hollywood took over. And I was just like, oh my God, look at all these people that are dressed up cosplay. I didn't know it was called cosplay at the time. I was just like, oh, look at that, this is fun. Everyone's like dressed up in their favorite character and this and that. And I was like, I wanna go next year in my own character. I wanna get dressed up, but I didn't wanna dress up as anybody because I have that personality where it's like, I wanna be very individual and I don't wanna be like everybody else. And so I was just like, what can I, go as my next Comic-Con. So then like months go by and I'm just like mulling the idea and then I'm at this dinner party and one of my friends is like, you know, Natalie, you have a golden ass. And I was like, oh, that's like the ultimate nickname. I never had a nickname. People call me Nat and I'm like, okay, I'll accept that. But like a true good nickname. So golden ass, that's my nickname. And that's like, oh my God. What if I had created something called the Adventures of Golden Ass and we'll just take pictures of my ass all around Comic-Con? Like that would be so amazing. So the next year, I literally did that. So I created a Facebook page called the Adventures of Golden Ass and it was like my butt in various situations at the con. Like getting like picked up like because I would be wearing heels and my feet were killing me. So I'd like have a guy carry me on his back. And I was like, oh, quick, someone take a picture of my ass as I'm being carried across <laughs> the street and all this. It's just like an adventure of a golden ass. So that was the first year of having the adventures of golden ass. Now, the comic book series came about because I was having a dinner with a girlfriend and I was like, we were bemoaning boys and dating and everything. And I said, why is there not an action hero or a superhero that can rescue us from horrible dates? Like there should be like a button on our phone that we can press and somebody will magically swoop in and save us. And so my friend was like, oh my God, we should write a comic book like that. And I said, yes, let's do it. And we'll call it the Adventures of Golden Ass. 
So then I went home and I was like brainstorming all these different ideas about, you know, a, a, just an action hero that when you press a button, you know, she would show up and rescue you and have all these like quick, like cute quips and stuff like that. And then my friend was like, okay, because she's in the comic book world and a writer, she's like, we can't really use the word ass per se. So let's like make it into an acronym. And she came up with Amazingly Sexy Spy, and that's why it's A dot S dot S dot. So I say it's The Adventures of ASS instead of saying wow. The Adventures of a mm. Golden Ass. Because when you say gold, The Adventures of Golden Ass, people think it's like pornographic or they think it's like the Greek mythological character. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys heard about the Golden Ass Greek mythological? Not. Not so necessarily. basically. Yeah. So it was a cocky magician who thought he was like this great magician and he did a trick that backfired and turned him into a donkey. So that's why wow. he was called a golden ass. So people Love are it. like, oh, you know, are, is it like the Greek mythological, the adventures of golden ass? I'm like, do I look like a donkey? I was like, no. Wow. So it's called The Adventures of Golden ASS. So then it developed, okay, so she's a spy. So is, is she a spy that goes on, um, like, you press a button and she comes and rescues you? Or is it, like, let's play on all the awful dates that everyone has gone on and see about can we play that into here's a spy that's looking for love. And because she's looking for her love, but she's a spy, it's a bit difficult so then let's do it where she, the guys that she's dating will then become the villains that she has to track down. So then it becomes that, that's the tagline. It's like saving the world Love one it. bad date at a time. And then the story it. is basically kind of mirror slightly, but completely fictional, all uh -huh. fictional characters of my life. There you go. Uh, Equan says, wait, where do we find these photos? I guess of you at the con, probably on Instagram, I guess. At no, so this was long before I signed up for Instagram. They were on Facebook and they're like, way like years and years and years. Like you have to go back almost 10 years. Go back in the time machine, Equan. Yeah, because that's how long ago this idea has been like circulating. And it took me a long, long <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I already have a sidekick. Her name is Platinum Plums. Oh, wow. <laughs> Love, it. Love uh, so, it. But the idea, and it's taken me a long time because I decided I wanted to write it. And then I want to own all the rights to my illustration. And at first I wanted to partner with somebody. But to partner, you have to give up some like leeway. And you can't have full control of your artwork. And so I was like you know what, fuck it, I'm going to bite the bullet and pay somebody to be my work for hire illustrator. There you go. So I found a girl, and she worked with me for the first three issues. She's the one that created the whole character image and all that, and it was to my liking. I was like, I want it to be very, like, 1940s, 50-esque, where it's like the girls were sexy but didn't reveal that much because I feel like that's, I love to use your, the imagination and to elude and tease and all that versus a lot of the comic books. It's like you have the girls with the gigantic boobies and the tiny waist and 
leaves very little to the imagination. And I feel like it's kind of insulting in a way. Like we can use our imagination and we lose it so much in a lot of these comic books. And so that's why I found this illustrator and she, we worked together. And then on the third issue, I could tell that she was not interested anymore and her artwork was just awful. So then I hired another one to start my fourth one. And he and I have been working together ever since. And he tried to help clean up my third one. And ultimately, I feel like I want to redo the whole third issue again. Oh, wow. How many um, issues are there? There's actually eight available on Amazon Kindle. I do have the ninth one ready to go, but I've been kind of lazy to publish it because um, how San Diego Comic-Con works, you have to basically apply every year mm. to get in on the show, even though you've been in it the year before or past years. And they always want you to have something that's relevant, like publishing that year or the next year. So because we've been in this like limbo with COVID, I was like, I don't want to publish anything like in 2000, because then if they ask for submissions in 2022, I haven't quite got my 10th issue going yet. So I've been holding yeah. off on my ninth. Do you, awesome. is, is each book in the series, is it a different story or is it an mm -hmm. ongoing story? Well, the first book is a standalone book because mm -hmm. I wanted the first one to be like, pow, welcome to the adventures. And that's why the title's called Let the Adventures Begin. So you kind of get a sense of the artwork and the stylization. And then the second one, it becomes a continual story. Uh, it's a depends well there is going to be of course a nemesis because i realized early on that you can't have every issue be about her dating somebody and then her finding out they're a villain and taking it down it kind of becomes too repetitive yeah mm -hmm. so then you have to like figure out a different angle so that's what's been going on so it's an ongoing storyline of course cool. with a lot of villains in it what's your favorite part about making a comic book uh, being in it? No. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like creating a character in my image and knowing that no one can ever duplicate it or replicate it. And like, I'll be like, you, you try and steal it. I'm like, yeah, you're stealing me. So no, that doesn't work. Do you do more events than just San Diego? Have you done others? I have actually, I've done uh, WonderCon. So that was actually oh, okay. my first convention that I ever did when I felt like I was ready to do conventions. I did WonderCon, but before I ever did the conventions, I totally did guerrilla style. I would go to Comic-Con and I would have my um, postcards and it would have like, the Adventures of Golden Ass on it, or it'd have my character's image or my logo. And it would mm -hmm. just say coming soon because I hadn't written it or anything, but I wanted to like create buzz and excitement. So mm -hmm. I would go to Comic-Con and hand out my postcard outside and be oh. dressed up in my costume. And I'd be yeah. like, coming soon, check out my adventures. And, and that was like a two year. I would do that for like two to three years, even though I didn't have a comic book at all. <laughs> That's so, so how was your first like, experience hey, at a con? coming for two years. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> so how was your first experience at a con? I mean, were you like hella nervous, you know, trying to get your product out and just meeting all these probably strange people and this and that, or? 
I, I was nervous because I was like, do I have enough product? What am I going to say? How is the look going to be? Because I've been going to conventions, so I kind of saw how tables looked, but I wanted to stand out completely different from everybody else. And because my comic book was about a spy, I didn't want my table to look like everything else. And the premise is like all espionage, they have a front. And the front in my comic book is a bakery. And so I wanted my table to look like a bakery. And I think, you know, Mario, you saw, <laughs> it was all yeah, very yeah. gold. And I have baskets with all my goodies in it. And you don't really see that it's a comic book because everybody's always like, what is this? It says golden hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they come up and say, that's a comic book series. And they're like, well, where's your book? And I was like, it's hidden because I'm a spy. You can't just mm. put everything out. And right. it draws people in more and more because you see all this gold. It looks like a bakery because my background actually is a bakery. Yeah, you know, I actually have the video queued up. I mean, if anybody wants to check it out either right now or a little bit later, you know, whatever you guys yeah, want. Yeah, we can bring it in. And yeah, bring yeah, it in. Let let's, let's, let's do this real quick. Give me a quick second. And yeah, I still have a, it, it's my structural beam, my stripper pole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? It's Mario from Collecting Weekly. I'm here with the Golden lovely Ass. Golden Ass. Gwendolyn Everlast. Here, Gwendolyn Everlast. We're here at SDCC 2021. And um, yeah, tell us a little bit about what's going on here. Well, this is my comic book series called The Adventures of Golden ASS about an amazingly sexy spy who is saving the world one bad date at a time. So she's a spy that wants to find love. And you know, it's really hard this day and age. So you go on and dating. You get set up, you get picked up on the street, but what happens when the guys that I happen to meet are the villains I have to track down in the espionage world? Yeah. <gasps> Welcome to the adventure! <laughs> that's right, that's right. So tell you us can a find me on Instagram, Golden Ask Gwen. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your merch. Well, I have first five books available in print right now, and of course I autograph it to you. Everything you have see on the table is exclusive to the con. I've got patches with my logo. I've got tank tops with various designs on it. I have the capes, of course, for sale. And then I have my covers on canvases. <laughs> I have prints. And then, of course, I have my eyelashes because everybody wants eyelashes like me. Look at that, everyone. You too can have eyelashes just like Golden Axe. Exactly. We'd love to see it. Woo! <laughs> oh, my God. I love right this video. How are we today? I absolutely did. There's some of our, uh, some of our work here. Any questions you'd like to know? Would you like to buy my This is a little... Uh, <laughs> yeah. You have so to read the series to find out what's happening there. <laughs> Copious amounts. Adventures of Golden Axe, guys. <laughs> a lot of essence. <laughs> So uh, what can you, I mean, can you like, uh, you know, give the audience a little bit of, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say explanation, but just get a little bit of story behind that particular print about what's going on. I mean, well, clearly he's a villain. Dude, I and... need to be a villain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing some devious shit. <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately he's got some blue balls. Okay. That is rather unfortunate. Yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, so I, you might want to reconsider, Zach. Yeah. Yeah, I hate to see it. <laughs> so it's like my whole comic book is very tongue-in-cheeky. So we play on just life and situations with dating, 
and relationships and friendships. And then that situation is like, people talk about blue balls or getting it by men and stuff like that. So I figured mm, let's play on that. <laughs> and might as well idea. like say yeah. you know, this villain did something and he acquired blue balls that sweat a little bit. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So you mentioned that you have, uh, you have books in print. Have you ever had a book that's been graded by like CGC? No. <laughs> oh, we need to get one graded, dude. We oh my god, I'm, I'm kind of scared though. <laughs> I'm Why? Scared. I don't know because I, my comic book, I realize is not for everybody because not everybody has the type of personality that's going to understand. Does it not the pass jokes. comic codes? <laughs> well, I guess oh, god, it kind of did. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Danny. <laughs> Jesus, Danny. Get him he out has to bring up the comic book authority. He is the comic book authority. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I would... clearly it's past comic San Diego Comic Con to allow yeah, me in. You in. Yeah, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, right? I mean, come on, yeah. let's go. Yeah, I was actually really happy because the first year I applied, I quote unquote was waitlisted, but I got in because I'm just golden ass. And people are like, "Wait, this is the first year you applied and you actually got in?" And I was like, "Well, yeah. Why wouldn't I? Is it that difficult?" I kind of feel just that moment like Legally Blonde when she was like, oh, it's that difficult <laughs> to get into Harvard. <laughs> and I guess a lot of people awesome. like spent five, ten years applying and don't get into wow. the cons. And I was she like, oh. Yeah, clearly not. Erwin <laughs> says those lashes would look great on John. I want to see the cape on Dean, to be honest. I Remember have Erwin? them. <laughs> I actually make the capes myself. I learned how to sew, how to do the emblem and all that. I was like, that's wow. what was stressing me out when I f did my first con. I realized I needed my capes. I needed the comic book. I needed like certain merchandise to like, uh, to put my, for trademarking and stuff like that. Cause you have little kids like wearing Superman and Wonder Woman's and stuff like that, but they're pretty much not watching that kind of stuff all the time. Mm. So I was like, just to get them, oh, the cape, let's get a gold cape. Well, kids love gold and capes. So I was like, yeah, let's get that going. Nice. What? Uh, it's all about marketing. There you go. Did Did SDCC get um get you more of a following? Like, what what do you do? You think that that brings more people into the book to to figure out what's going on? Uh, I'm still trying to figure that out, honestly. Like, Instagram, I think, helps further my following on Instagram because of some of the post provocative posts that I do. Yeah. Because it's golden ass, right? Mm. Well, of course, I show <laughs> pictures of my tushy, but it's all very tasteful. I think it's very tasteful. Some people it may is. have some issue with it. But you... I was like, I never show anything very revealing. Do you ever think about doing a YouTube channel for it too, or? I have thought about that. I thought about like podcasting, especially with yeah. my sidekick Platinum Plums, when we were like really like knee deep in our like espionage world of dating and having adventures just in real life. Like we should do a podcast on dating and things like that. But then after I realized like we past that boat or that opportunity because now it feels like it's too saturated had we done it like had i started posting pictures of my butt and all that when instagram was just starting mm. i feel like i could have gone been further along than where i am and i didn't start doing instagram 
maybe about five years ago. So I feel uh -huh. like, oh, I just, I'm always hesitant to do things like that because I feel like there's a fine line between Golden Ass and Natalie. Like my characters, Gwendolyn Everlast and Natalie are the similar, but we're separate. And so sometimes mm -hmm. people don't think I know how to separate. So sometimes I'm like, should I do a YouTube channel or a podcast and things like that? Because it mirrors a little bit too much. And I, I don't know. I haven't quite figured it out no. yet. But the cons have. It. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't think it could ever be too saturated because, you know, even if you do like an hour show, like people have endless amount of time to listen, like driving or at work. It's true. It's, I think it's like the most popular form of media right now, to be honest. This is true, especially yeah. with so many people like working at home, from home. Exactly. Yep. And they have all this free time. And I was like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I should, yeah. But now I'm like, do I have that much to talk about? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of do. But no, I don't, but I do. <laughs> so maybe I'll just like hang out here with you guys because it seems like I'd be a good addition. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. So do you, um, do you do you think that you you find like um like your series possibly coming to an end or do you just plan to keep on going until it gets there or oh it's endless it's just just endless okay. there's all many as as there's so many stories <laughs> as long as she doesn't get married <laughs> married in real life or the character the character the, char both, the character both of them the character. Both of them. Well, possibly both yeah yeah so there's so many stories to tell. Especially with dating. And then, you know, like guys perspective as well. Cause I just don't want it to be like a women bashing it. Cause I find mm -hmm. that's what happens. That's what's happening too much now a days. Sure. It feels like men are getting victimized a lot. And here, here. it's like, it's all about like, women can do all these things. And I was like, yes, women can do things, but we also need men. Right. I like, it's, like, it's a very, a it's a, <laughs> it's a balance right thank you so i don't like taking out trash so i want a man to take out my trash for me kind of oh, situation the truth comes out wow. <laughs> like i'm stuck in a box never mind <laughs> no, now, so um i just feel like there's too many things where like a lot of these new shows and stuff like that it's all about like oh the women are beating up and taking care of like situations and stuff like that and i was like what why all of a sudden are the men being basically pussy whipped i was like men can hit so much harder than women like hands down so yeah. why is it seeming like it's always the women doing it now so i yes i my hero her heroine is a female and stuff but it's also in the same type it's like i don't want to degrade men because ultimately my character and I do want to find love and find a man. And if you're constantly mm -hmm. beating up on a guy, you're never going to actually meet them. That's I my know. whole thought process. And I don't want to take down because I think everybody needs to be equal. There's equal footing. There's enough people for men and women. And the more you emasculate somebody, then you're not being, I don't think it's good. What's my yeah. thought? So for my comic book series, I yes, she's she's taking down villains, but also she still ultimately wants to find a man too and be vulnerable to it. And that's what the whole series is about. It's about 
you know, vulnerability, being open and still needing a man, even though you're beating them up as well, but they beat you up too, because there's a, there's an issue where they're both going in at it. And so, then afterwards you're like, Oh my God, what's going on? What is, take us down like a little bit of what the, what the writing process is like, like when you are coming up with an idea for the book, do you kind of just take notes from everything that pops up in your head throughout like living the story or do you sit down at the end of the day or the week or whenever to sit down and write out the whole thing? What's the process like? Oh God, I really don't have a process. Sometimes I'm just like sitting, lying down, daydreaming and an idea will pop into my head like um, a scene. And I'll be like, oh, I have to write this scene down. So how I always looked at it when I am writing, I see it as a movie or a television show. So that's how I start writing it. I always go like Gwendolyn says, uh, my sidekick is named Kaylee. Kaylee says, Miss C says, and I'll write it like that. And then I'll be like, like writing a story. I'll just be like, okay, so this happens. And then this, I'm like, oh, she needs to say this and they need to beat this person up and all this stuff. And then later I have to break it down in panel form. And then what each panel, how do I want it to look for, and then what the dialogue will say in that. Usually it's like dialogue. I see the dialogue in my head and what I want them to say. And then from there, I'll be like, okay, this is what I want them to be doing in the colors. So then sometimes if I can't describe it properly, I'll do like a stick figure in a dialogue bubble and I'll send it to my illustrator. And then he'll be like, is this what you mean by this? And I'm like, exactly. So I describe it that way. So usually it's just like I could be sitting on the toilet thinking about wow. a scene oh, wow. and then I'll like write it. I was like, oh, I got to remember and do it like this or lying in bed or anything. It just it pops up to me randomly. It's like yesterday I was driving home and I was like, oh, OK, I know how to start the first page of issue 10. And I'll be like, OK, I have to write it down. And I haven't, of course, written it down yet, but I see it in my head and I see it playing like a movie. Mm -hmm. And then I just have to write it down. I guess that's that's my process and other people have a different way of doing it. But I just see it as a movie. And then that's kind of what storyboarding is like. Is that something that you could possibly see yourself doing if this character actually takes off? Or, 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 if, or something? What are you talking about, Mike? Yeah, what oh, okay, I'm like, How dare you? Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. through and just slap you. Get him out of here. Slap him. We want to see that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I deserve that one. <laughs> How dare you? No, but, but is that something you considered, like, you know, making your own kind of film or what have you? Oh, 100%. And the funny thing is, like, the first or second con I ever did, I've been approached by, like, independent producers and directors. And they all say, oh, my God, I love your concept. I can see mm -hmm. it happening. And I was like, well, no shit. Of course, it's an amazing they don't, they concept. They don't say, we got this couch. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. <laughs> that was a good no. fucking joke, man. That but was, it was good. good. Um, because that's how a lot of Hollywood happens. <laughs> look at fucking John. Was, He's like right, frozen look. in time or something. When you're, when you're um, putting these... And, uh, it's got that nemesis or your your villains in your books 
do you actually base base them off a guy you know or a guy you've dated? And if so, oh no, it's no, it's, <laughs> it's no, it's all very fictional. Wow. Like no, not <laughs> at all. No, no inspiration ever. whatsoever. Do you tell them? Like <laughs> no, have you ever God, no. talked to a guy and said like? <laughs> You're in my book, or or before. I want to know what the like, blue balls you... guy has to yeah, say. I know. Like, can you imagine someone picking up a book? He's like, "Yo, I remember this when this happened." I'll sit in a chair with blue balls. Like every when day. I when I'm dating somebody, like I try not to mention my comic book right away, because then they'll start looking things up, and then they'll see my Instagram, and they'll form their own conclusion or assumptions. So mm. a lot of times, I'll wait to bring it up and be like, how do I feel about them? If they'll be cool with it. And sometimes guys will be like, I don't ever want to be in your comic book. They're like, no, I don't like this or this. And I'm like, (laughs) and then I have some guys like that and they're like, okay, if you're going to put me in the comic book, make sure this and this and this happens and all that. I'm like, well, it depends. Like, are you going to be a good guy or are you going to be a villain? And that's always the premise. Like when I do my Instagram and I'm like going on dates and I'll be like, am I going to meet a villain or a good guy? And I like, I don't necessarily go on a date to be like, yeah, okay. I'm going to put this in my comic book. Like, um, my first book. Okay. It may be loosely based on an ex. He like, no, actually the first villain in the first book I didn't even go on the date with. It's my friend who is Miss C in the book. She went on a date with the guy. He was a doctor. And on their towards the end of their date, he put his head on her chest heart because he wanted to listen to her heart Ew. to hear if... Um, oh, I'm write and then he down. said that she had a heart murmur or something. And she's like, what the fuck? Get away. And I was like, oh, my God. That, <laughs> that's, it, so wild. that's such a good... Oh story and i remember that story when i was writing my first book and i was like that would be a great first villain because he i called him dr heartless and that's just a great way to jump start it it's like all these just different scenarios that happen dating so the blue balls guy he he's actually a guy what's his what's his name though what's his villain name I, I I can't give that away. You have to oh. read the series because every villain has a good good uh, nickname, and sometimes mm. th- like all the guys that I've ever dated have a nickname. So my Can you give us an example of just like any of them, like in general, without being specific to any particular panel? Or uh, I'm just like I had one that I called El Chipo. Jeez, <laughs> we have, we have one of those on the panel. <laughs> I have one that I called El Cheapo, and then I just come up with like one I called like Nine Inch. Um, I just like it just depends on the situation. That guy didn't mind being in the book. I know that. Actually, I he's probably will never be in the book because nothing ever happened between the two of us. Mm. So. Hey, well, the funny thing is, like, he advertised. Nine inch, you say? <laughs> he advertised on, in, on, I think it was Tinder, 
that he had nine inches, but it may be shrinking. So I just jump on that, right? Because I'm like that way. I was like, mm. nine inches or you possibly <laughs> like eight and a half inches? What happened? Did you shrink? Was it cold? It was cold like... out. He's in Canada. <laughs> right. and so I, I was, was in the pool. Just... <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> So I just like start nicknamed him and we just like ha carried on like this texting relationship, but we never actually met up. So his name just became Nine Inch. And the reason why I come up with these nicknames is because uh, I, I own a nail salon on my day-to-day -day life because sadly the Ventures of Golden Ass doesn't quite pay the bills yet. Yeah. So you got to do something to supplement it. And so... I have clients and they're always asking me, what did you do today? Or what is, how was your weekend? And so I tell them about my life. And so I'd have to come up with nicknames for the guys that I'm dating because I don't want to actually use their real name. And then sometimes yeah. So sometimes if I use their real name, they'll be like, who was that? And then you have to describe who they are. So if you just use a nickname, then it's instant. They're like, oh yeah, nine inch. Oh yeah, it's El Chifo. Oh yeah, it's That's the awesome. fireman. Oh yeah, it's the marine. It's like, you just, it just makes it easier. Don't you guys come up with nicknames with the girls? Yeah, my yeah. buddy, he's had like a string of girlfriends and I can't be bothered to remember who they are just because they don't last long enough. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he'll like bring Maybe someone up like, who is that? And he's like, Bridge troll. And I'm like, oh, yeah, bridge troll. Jesus. I don't remember her. Or, <laughs> or yeah, like, like forehead. usually kind of fucked up names. <laughs> I love the yeah, concept. If you if you write the comic and the comic's a nail biter, well, then you bring they come to your nail salon. To... Ah, there you wow. go. There you oh, go. Wow. wow. Look at that. Dude, That's original. It, man. That's original. Yeah, but then I'm like, I don't want to take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too busy. <laughs> I got to keep amazing. writing my comic book. Has, so can um, you tell us? Do you, do you advertise your nail, that in your nail salon or? No, nah. because like nah. I said, Gwendolyn Neverlass and Natalie are separate. Secret identity. All right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like Miley gotcha. Cyrus and Hannah Montana. Exactly. Oh, and that's why, like God. in the conventions, oh. I always look like golden ass. So I have my hair up like this, and I don't have my glasses and the makeup and things like that. Because it's funny. Because sometimes some people don't recognize me. If I'm not in my golden ass attire and I have my hair Whoa. down and glasses, and it's I'm a like, Clark Kent Superman situation. Exactly. You got going there you go. <laughs> yeah, look at that. It's completely. <clears throat> so can but you I don't us... wear a mask. So. Oh no, but Clark Kent well, wears glasses, super, so right? I wear. The, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Glasses and the hair down. Yeah, you wouldn't even recognize you with the hair up. Well, go. the lashes are with the costume. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> the glasses are every uh, day. A horror story from your dating world. We talked about that a few weeks ago on After Dark, and that was always fun to hear people's. You guys stories. talked about horror stories and dating. We talked about dating. Yeah. Yeah, I remember we were talking about I'm on like Christian dating apps and stuff, and <laughs> <laughs> Jewish dating apps, and oh, I have never fun. done any of those things. I've only done like Tinder and Bumble. I can't like okay horror. Horror. It's more like comical that I've turned into my comic book. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head any like truly horror. Okay. Well, no. this will. This is kind of like a side question to that. Then that might narrow it down. At a con, or like something con. like a con, doesn't necessarily have to be SDCC. Do guys hit on you? 
And if so, what is like the cheesiest thing a dude has ever said to you at the con? Oh my God. Oh yeah. I get picked up all the time. All the time, especially with my ass hanging out like that. But the funny thing is my costume covers up more than what I wear at the beach. Wow. And I was just like, wow, these people like, it's just the barely the butt cheek on the bottom is showing. Yeah. And they're like, ah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I get picked up a lot. Um, a lot of times they're just like, damn, can I have your number? I think a lot of times they're very like tame per se. Yeah, tell yeah. us really what Mario said, because he only filmed for a little bit. <laughs> I know. That was it. That was it. Literally, he just started mm. filming, and then because I saw him filming, I just jumped right into my spiel, and that's well, a lot happened? of the times what happens. That's marketing. Yeah, what happens is that she she gave me, you know, she she marketed to me first. You know, she gave me her whole story and this and that, and I was just like, I was like, hell intrigued. So then I came back, you know, I I, I walked out a little bit, and I was like, you know what, I want to see if she's down to like record this for the show. Oh, yeah, so I went right. back and asked, you know, got her permission, see if she was okay to do that. She's like, I was yeah, like, yeah. You know? exactly. I like, she was like way into it. Mario is the camera guy that went up to you and said, I'm actually a director. Here's my card. <laughs> I have a couch for you. No. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie, I actually have a couch for you waiting here, buddy. <laughs> so whenever you're ready, you let me know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, but no, I mean, that was... Like like I said, I was absolutely intrigued, man. You gave you gave you you sold it really really well, and yes. it was it, it was an interesting concept. You know what I mean? I really I was really intrigued by it, and um, and, and yeah, the the bit that you gave off was just absolutely amazing. Mario's, ah. gonna, Mario's gonna end up a character. Wow. <laughs> you know what? You're gonna end up being a character in her comic beard face. Yeah, beard seriously, beard huh? guy. <laughs> uh, the beard guy. Yeah, beard guy. Yeah, really. Um. Uh-huh. No, I've had some people that will, like, ask for my number, and I was like, mm, you can find me. If you're really that interested in me, you can, you know, email me, and then we'll go from there, or so forth. And there's a couple times I have actually gone on a date or two with somebody from the con, or you, like, flirt, and you're like, oh, hey, it's mostly me flirting with the people everybody guys girls because since my comic book is about dating and being tongue and cheeky i like to be like oh hey where have you been my whole life don't walk away i don't bite i nibble like it scares people a lot it's funny because people are like wait what did she just say oh, oh my god what it, oh it's uh uh i get so is, that a lot is uh golden does she also date women then not yet. Okay, because you just said men and women. So. Well, yeah. for the con, I'm trying to just get everybody. Because okay, sometimes okay, people sense. think that the comic book is only for men. And I was like, it's actually for both because it's very relatable. Because girls have, most of it, a lot of girls have gone on these awful dates. And then the guys are like, this is hilarious. Like some of the things that girls will do leading up to a date too. Because right. guys don't know what girls do before a date or during or after or the gossip that the girls do while they're on a date or stuff like that. Yeah, I was going to say the the story sounds like it's made for women, but yeah, I could see why they would think it's for men, but the mm-hmm. actual like story behind it, it sounds like women would be more interested. So I try and bring in more women, but I guess at the moment, it's like, especially in like my Instagram, they say 80% of my fans or followers on Instagram are men and 20% are female. And I think it's just because the nature 
or what I'm posting. It's very provocative and it's more tantalizing for the men. But I wanted to like bring it so that girls or women will actually find it appealing too, where I'm trying to show women that you can be sexy and be provocative, but not show anything like the how the 1940s and 50s are. And you know Mm -hmm. how all of those like bombshells, Mm -hmm. they never revealed anything, but they were so sexy. And I was like trying to incorporate that in my comic book and in my Instagram post. Do you have access to, um, for the Kindle stuff, like whether you do know whether it's a female buyer or male? Not, not normally, no. I just know that somebody has bought it or because it's on Kindle, they do the borrowing library. So I can just tell like how many people are, if somebody has like borrowed pages. So it depends on how many pages have been read. So I can get like, like one cent per hundred pages or something ridiculous. So I'm like, oh, okay, I made one cent in a hundred days. Yay, me, I'm gonna be rolling in it soon. Danny just likes the analytics. Oh. <laughs> but um, on Instagram, I can tell, well, of course you can tell who's liked you, but they have the analytics of where it says like 80% are mm-hmm. male, 20% are female, and then mm-hmm the ages, where a lot of the people are coming from. Of course, Los Angeles is the main one, and then New York. And sometimes it fluctuates between like Mexico City and sometimes Brazil or like varying different cities. And then they tell you like the time, the best time of day and all this stuff. So I try and like play with it, but I realize once Facebook bought Instagram, it fucked up the whole algorithm. And then Mm. I'm not, reaching my audience as much and it's like no matter what i do i was like do i put more provocative things do i depending on what time of the day do i post it and things like that it just like it's just it's just fucked up you gotta write a story to break into facebook (laughs) take down yeah yeah that's actually not a bad idea (laughs) you know i I have to play with that and be like who am i dating or potentially dating to get into facebook and stuff but did i did i see a, danny yeah. will play mark zuckerberg in that <laughs> issue <laughs> but did i read somewhere just this morning where it was an instagram or something that says they're gonna go back to chronological because before hear that, but that's amazing I hope it does because that would be great because instead of this bullshit like Facebook where it's like, oh, well, we just post if you actually follow this person a lot, then you'll see it versus just the time of day kind of situation. Yeah, that's how YouTube is. It's no longer like a chronological thing. It's like a whole algorithm of like how often you watch them, if you thumbs them up, if you thumbs them down. It's yeah. Which I think fucking is bullshit. exhausting. Because yeah, a lot of times exhausting. I don't like things, but I'll watch it or I'll just scroll through and I want to see everybody, but they don't always pop up. What got yeah. you into the pop culture thing? What made you interested in this SDCC? Like growing <clears> up, <throat> what was your pop culture that you grew up with? And... Oh, well, what got me into going to SDC was my friend who was a comic book writer and manager. So I could always oh, get wow. in for free before they made it wow. really difficult. <laughs> so yeah. I was just, like I said, I was going just to party with the geeks and the nerds. 
for nerd prom, as I called it. So I was just always going down to like, hey, party. I remember the first time I ever went, my friend and I, I think it was like Friday, Friday night or Saturday night. We knew everybody was going to be completely drunk, should face off their face. So all the geeks and nerds like to congregate at this one hotel starting from 10 mm -hmm. p.m. onward. So we're like, what if we show up with like a box of pizza and then charge everybody like $5 a slice? Of course they're going to go for it because they're so drunk and they're so hungry. Nothing's around. So we yeah. literally like bought this like extra large pizza and we brought it down and we're like, who wants pizza? $5 a box. A true entrepreneur. Like... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So that was fun. So um that's the real reason why i start going down to comic-con because i was just like oh it's another party i can get in for free why not do something yeah does sdcc have a like a club nearby where they'll have like con night or because for la comic-con was this past weekend yeah the, like friday night they always have like their club night where it's like the con club like they rented out a whole club for people who went to the con and you you got to pay tickets to get in but i don't know if sdcc does no that. I, let's see they did they do a masquerade ball oh, okay. so and then like a cost a costume part contest that you can go to like it's a sponsored event like i think it's a friday night but mm -hmm. a lot of times now it's because hollywood is there so hollywood has these like ridiculous huge parties that you have to be invited to or be on the guest list so Com SDCC doesn't actually have their own, but they, I think the only thing would be like the masquerade ball or party that I've never actually gone to because I'm like, mm, whatever. No one's gonna. Uh -huh. I should show up, but then I was just like, there was like, who's that? I was like, I'm golden ass, but I'll never win because <laughs> nobody knows. Really, a few people will know who I am. But have you had any um, celebrities check out your booth? Uh, yeah. Oh, funny story. So the first year I had a table at Comic-Con, um, I was standing in an elevator from my hotel about to go to going down the elevator. I'm in my costume and uh, the guy from the 70s show, Topher Grace, wow. not Ashton Kutcher, because oh, I'd be like, hey, Venom baby, Eric Eddie Bro, oh, Topher Grace, Grace. Yeah. baby. So Topher Grace yeah, the was standing there himself. with wow. his... That's, uh... <laughs> Dude, that was a good-ass movie, dude. It was a good movie. That was a good movie. So he was standing there. He got in. No, he was already, he and his, I think it was his manager, whoever, handler or whatever, was already in the elevator. And I step in in my costume, of course, and my basket of goodies. And I, I get in. I'm just like, hi. And I'm standing there. And he kind of is like smirking. And then he looks. He's like, okay, I have to ask, who are you? And I'm like, um, golden ass, who do you think I am? <laughs> and then I handed my my. You didn't say, uh, who are you? I want to. Oh Jesus! Don't do that. Don't do my man. So, oh, I've like that. done that before to some actors. It's it's pretty good. I'll, that's another story I'll tell in a second. Um, <laughs> so he was just like he looked at it and he laughed and da da da. And then he hands me back my postcard and he's like, "Well, I can't carry this round. I can't endorse you." And I said, um, you can fold it up and put it in your back pocket because I know secretly you want to know more about it. 
But I was just like, okay, bye. And then my head is like, you're a nobody. You're staying at the Sheraton right now. Because if you were really somebody, you'd be at the Omni or the like, Marriott or Hard Rock. You hear that Topher? You son of a bitch. Who the fuck do you think Topher, you want a slice of pizza? What? I mean, he was the Sheraton Suites. Like, that was like, like seven blocks away. I was just like, mm-hmm. I mean, oh, if you're really like, like kind of up a hotel more. across the street. Yeah, love and I was like, it. and you say you can't endorse me? I'm like, I wasn't asking for an endorsement. You could just like cape my card and fold it up and put it in your back pocket or something. Or hand thing. it yeah, to your I mean, manager. Like, yeah. I just you felt like, like I could be a villain in my book. Oh. Who do you think you are, Tom Hardy? I thought that was kind of like a little dick move of him. So that is a like, dick okay. move. I think so. Like one of my favorites was Lisa Loeb. I don't know if you know, oh, wow. singer from yeah. Yeah. I love her. I've actually seen her play before and stuff like that. So she's actually come to my table and with her little kids around and I was like, Oh my god, it's Lisa Loeb. And I was like, Hey, wow. I was like, These are your kids maybe a little bit too young for this, but can I have your picture? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I mean uh, how did that how do they react? I mean, the kids, I mean, come by and oh, just kids see what love. you going on. And... They love it. They just like all the gold and the fact that yeah. I have, like, mm. fake cupcakes on my table. And then because I have those little gold baggies that have my mm-hmm. um, oh, my stickers or my, my patches and stuff in. They were always like touching. Kids are always touching my stuff. And their parents are like, don't touch. Yeah. And I was like, hi. And then I'll have a stamp with my logo on it. And I always <laughs> be like, oh, do you want a stamp on your hand? And they're like, yeah. Sometimes they'll say no. You brand and them. Then, oh, I totally exactly. brand them. You got to get them early. I mean, that's what Superman, uh, Batman, Wonder Woman, they all get them early. Right. Yeah. So I brand them. Yeah, so yeah. they have the they have the emblem on their hand. And I was like, oh, you've just been marked with amazingness. And I was like, you're amazing. And they're like, oh. that's so cool. And then some of them will get like a gold cape because they're like, oh, I want a gold cape. Mommy, yeah. I want to be like golden ass when I grow up. She Pretty is much. definitely for the children, man. I mean, look at hey, her. I am. <laughs> How dare you, John? No, you and all have... the, I'm very friendly, but the funny thing yeah. is sometimes, like, the people at the convention, like, and the vendors hate me. I don't get it. I'm so what? nice. You know what it is? You have a really They're good jealous. personality. You have an outgoing personality. That So if I'm at a con and I'm walking by, the way you speak, and if you're speaking to someone and I can hear you, I'm going to want to approach the table. That's the kind I of personality. I actually got yelled at once. My first call, no I got yelled at by a guy across from me. And um, I guess he was trying to do, yeah, he was doing his little spiel. And I just happened to be like, hi. And they turned and they looked. And I didn't necessarily mean to say hi to whoever he was talking to. I was just saying hi in general. Right. And I was just drumming up a lot of interest. And so they stopped coming, to, listening to him and coming to talk to me. He got so pissed and he came over and he's like, look, when I'm talking to somebody, you can't try and come over and steal them from me. And I was like, whoa. And I was, I was like, like in my head. Do you know who I am? I'm going <laughs> I was like, in my head, I was like, well, not my fault. Your spiel sucks and they don't want to listen to you anymore. And they want to come to the golden ass. Never I can't happened. help that. <laughs> I would have been like, dude, I don't even need to talk. I just have to show up. I'll be like, hey! Right? <laughs> you love so, it. So I was just like, yeah. But I have had some hate, like, two cons ago, San Diego. I was placed at a table 
and all set up gorgeous. That it was third Wednesday night. It was the preview night. Third that night, the the guy that places me comes over and says, "Oh my God, Natalie, I'm so sorry, but I have to move you. Uh, we placed you wrong. Uh, we have." And I was like, "What? You have to move me? I'm already like situated. What are you doing?" And like, you saw my elaborate table setup. It's like pretty extreme. And he's like, yeah. yeah, we put you in the children's section and we're so sorry. We have to move you. No, it was the bitch next to me, another <laughs> Asian selling like kind of like kitschy kid shit. Like it was really, and she didn't like uh. me. And I think it's because we're Asian. And I don't know if you guys know how there's a lot of Asian hate. Talk about racism and prejudice. Yeah. Asians hate each other, Danny. really. Right, Danny? Yeah. Yeah. It's like we Asians hate yeah, each hate other. Hashtag so, stop Asian hate. What the wow, fuck? Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. What did he say? He said I hate myself. <laughs> Jesus, Danny. You better not, Danny. You can't say that. Angel. I'll fucking fly over there and hug you, bro. <laughs> hug me, bro. So me I notice like every time there's no. like uh, an, an Asian that I'm next to or something, they hate me. And I was just like, so she had me moved because she's been. Uh, season regular at the cons, so she has more clout or pool. And she moved me, and I was just like, but me being who I am, I'm like, no problem. It's all good, sweet and easy. And they moved me underneath an air duct. So I'm freezing my tissue oh, off next to this like student project Pakistani group that was <laughs> giving away their shit. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this, you're sitting me next to this table who is giving away every comic book. Literally, they're giving away their TV monitors and all that. And then they come over to me and they're like, oh, well, what do you have to give us for free? And I'm like, my time, my energy. Like, Decent. I pay for all of this. Like, that's the wow. Pakistani government that paid for all of this shit. I was like, oh, Jeez. God. But I found out it's because of that Asian lovely asian lady that did not want to be next to me you ever call puerto rican a mexican <laughs> there's fighting words dude you'll freaking yo you'll lose your head for that bro <laughs> yeah john really hates it when you do that oh, oh man. man that's weird especially oh. the other way around how mm. people hate their their own people mm-hmm. you hate to see yeah it. like like uh zach can't call him a Mexican. He gets fucking pissed. It's a Latin. It's Latin, bro. It's Latin. Latin, Latin, bro. It's all the Latin. Latin. Yeah, no, fuck no. You call me Latinx. You, you fucking on site, dude. <laughs> I can't stand that fucking word. Tomato, tomato. I think I hear like a lot of like they don't like to be called Latinx. I just, well, the thing is, the whole Mexican. language, the whole language is based on like gender. Feminine and med- yeah, yeah, yeah. So to say Latinx is like disregarding the whole yeah. culture. It's so all the romance say, language. It has the feminine and masculine. If you say guacamole in Mexican and in Latin, in is Mexican, different pronunciation? In Mexican. Whoa, whoa, Jesus. what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jesus, John. Fuck you, you know John, what, dude. You know Are what you they get, get mad at, though, John? They get mad at if you say guac. Like, if oh. you say the... Are you say yeah, queso? If you say guac, the they get fucking mad. What's wrong with queso? queso that, no, Wait, you no, can't say can't guac. Say you have to say guacamole? Oh, yeah. yeah. Guacamole. Wait, Not John has to say it. John has to say it. No, 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 John, no, no, no. please. John, say it. Please. John, please, John. 
It's guacamole. Oh my god, bro. I'm gonna have to practice that. Dude, I fucking say it now just because of that. You go to a restaurant, they're asking you what you want. I guess I'm guacamole. You ruined it for me. I say, you know the green stuff they eat across the border? Bring some of that. Across the border. Two borders down. Yo. Jesus, John. John, unfortunately, is Canadian. Cece says queso deals. <laughs> Tortillas. Oh, shit. No, uh, Canadian, the land of the free. Well, well you guys don't have freedom of speech. Freedom even though I did clip, if you're not I did just. You can't get on trains. Oh boy, or I did just clip and... Eddie's Eddie's comment from last show about the kids. <laughs> oh. I did laugh. <laughs> Wait, what kids? Canadian. We... Oh yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Uh, Latinx would be a good name for a villain in your story. Jesus. Sure, I have to work that in. It would be, dude. You know, it'd be cool too, like a league, like the League of of villains Latin or whatever. X. Yeah, League of X. League of X. You know, we're gonna see like a Canadian supervillain coming up pretty soon. Now, watch. Like guacamole. Exactly. <laughs> all right, I need to write all this down. Hold on, this is a great Canadian idea. Supervillain. Right I'll give you a Latinx. Maybe uh, Nutella no. and cheddar. Fern said he hates it when they say Kizma. <laughs> okay, well, we I'll need a Latin X villain. I'm writing. <laughs> this is how I get a lot notes. of my ideas. Is I? Oh yeah, right now, see. Uh, I like. This is how I like. I get ideas. I'm like, I'll just listen to. Like I have one friend. Nerd stock. That yeah, can you like, just do? <laughs> do a villain based on Zach. <laughs> how dare you? I just listen to a bunch of. Goofy His weakness? The whole Hold on. story is going to be about her. Mike popping. Oh, yeah. Mike popping. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, first off, let me tell you, Natalie. When John first came onto the network, oh, oh my God. God. Lovable. His mic sounded like I was listening to a battle zone. It was just. Pop, 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 pop. It was awful. It like or Natalie comes on. Okay, guys, let's let's do a mic test. Natalie, can we get a testing, testing? One, I didn't Natalie, do that with Natalie. I Natalie, dialed her in on my. Natalie looks phone. around. She's like. What's going on? Testing. What's what are we testing? Oh, for? Okay, that's because that's because your headphones are too loud. That's why we had to test. Oh, man. Well, then first when I com came on, like I had my microphone and volume on mute too, so I couldn't hear anything. I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on? I'm like, mm, I have to turn on my El microphone. Here, here you go. Here you go, Natalie. We got one of the viewers saying that El Poutine is also a good villain. Poutine. Name. Oh, I'm writing that down. And then, Michael, like, the anal, the anal Avenger, Avenger strikes. Oh, my God. <laughs> anal Jesus. Avenger strikes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll do the anal Avenger. Hopefully it's not but the see, a, lot a period, of times, A period, and Then I have to come up with the actor. A lot of times <laughs> it's like the, the names have to be pertaining <laughs> to the situation. It's like Dr. Yeah. Heartless of the first one was a heart doctor, and then he implemented a device into women's hearts and then controlled them to make them do whatever he wanted, which just came to play a on. Fanbot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, you already got a story right here. I mean, you come on a show, you meet these, you know, this incredible panel here, when, and suddenly there's a secret villain Canadian. Um, <laughs> Latinx, or do we want to call it El Putin? El Putin. El Putin. El Putin. That's right. Sorry. I like El Putin better. That's El Putin. Maybe El Putin. We'll see. We'll see how that how that goes. And he rides horses shirtless. Right. 
Is that his villain? And, like, and he chops down his own he Christmas trees. He blinds everybody by his like whiteness taking off his shirt, right? Yeah. yeah there you go. Oh, man. No, we're too oh, much. Not good. Too much. No, no, I love no. it. I love it. Not enough. So. I gotta write that down. So White as far blindness. As, yeah, they go. as far as shows go, are you done for the year, or do you have any more uh, conventions that you're going to? No, I'm done for the year. I'm actually heading to Oklahoma on uh, Saturday because oh, wow. I like to go on adventures. Uh, go to Oklahoma, and then nice. I'm going back to Vegas because. So during this whole COVID situation, my family and I started going to Vegas practically every other weekend. It was my parents, my brother, and I. Because we're like, fuck it, we got nothing else to do. Let's go to Vegas. So we've been going to Vegas every other weekend. And so go to Vegas, Christmas, back to Vegas. And then I'm actually going to Florida for uh, New Year's and go to the Keys. Go on some more adventures, you know. Just take more pictures of my butt. I'll just be like, here, take a picture of my butt, please. <laughs> uh, yeah. then, you, got, you got someone in Vegas excited to come and see you. So here you oh, go. yeah. <laughs> I'll be in Vegas next week. Well, well, where exactly? Because I'll be there from Sunday to Wednesday. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Um, show me around. I've been around. Like, what do you, what, what do you have to show me? <laughs> Oh, I want to go chasing the CD guy. <laughs> Jason will take you to the real dark places of Vegas. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm like, I'm very PG 13. That's, that's how he got his yeah, name. You, go. you need more oh. vaccines. Chasing ass. ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> his real name is Haas. That's how he affords his statues. He's in <laughs> Jason doing some real chasing. <laughs> But so I think um, the next con I'll do is Wonder if they actually have it, and that's always Easter weekend. I don't know why they always pick Easter weekend to do. Yeah, I hate to see it. The hmm. con. I might go to that one. That one's yeah. WonderCon's in Anaheim, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, and I like it. Can go to that, Mario. Yeah, it's a really shooting sure. his shot down here, guys. Yeah, yeah he is. Wow. <laughs> you're gonna have, yeah, you're gonna have to. You're still beat off Mario. Jesus He's gonna be like, "Come look at my statues." <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't make fun of our listeners, dude. <laughs> I can make fun of what Chasing, kind of man. Statues? Friends, okay? <laughs> that what he's yeah, like, Let me like? show you my third scale. So stupid. Poor Jason. I was gonna do uh, Phoenix Con, but I did Phoenix Con for the first time I think three years ago. Uh-huh. It was a poor fun. showing. Hmm. We had a guy. Friend, we have one ago. of our. Yeah, the one that wanted uh, to be your brown sidekick. He's out there. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried. Uh, I tried to. I went for the first time. But I had a poor showing because it felt like Comic-Con was a little too, or no, PhoenixCon was a little too, um, a little more family-oriented than Comic-Con. So a lot of people were just like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, no. They wouldn't even try and hear my spiel. They just would walk by, and I was just like, okay. Shields and Okay. So it was it wasn't a good show for me, so I was like, I wasn't quite sure. And then I did sign up for it the next year because they're giving a discount. But then, of course, COVID happened, and they kept postponing yeah. it, postponing it, postponing it. And then they are supposedly doing it in May, but I decided I don't want to 
do it. Although I'm looking into maybe somebody said I should try and do Portland because it has a little bit more of um, hey, Cody. an independent feeling towards it mm-hmm. or try to do Austin. But it has Please to be somewhere that I can we go to visit you. We're in San Antonio. Yeah, but that's Texas. Yeah, like, that come on. Shut the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that flag. Like, he's still Who the, the hell wants to go out to Texas, man? Who wants like, to go to Texas? Shut you got to make sure you got a pair of overalls <laughs> and cowboy hey. You know how many people moved to Texas this year? A lot. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You know how freaking expensive it is to carry a gun. I want to carry a gun. Shoot. I'm a spy. Hello. But you have been to Texas. I'm sorry, what? Have you been to Texas? Yeah, I have. Okay, Actually, been... I was just been <laughs> I was just there in August. I keep or it no, next to me. I was in Houston just like two weeks ago. I was there what? for the weather. Yeah. Have I'm you, sorry. Have you had Whataburger? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. I actually age old debate. In and out. I'm sorry. Oh, oh wow. yeah. yes. We love yes. get her out of here. Yes. All right, yes. we're ending the show. Get her out of here. Speaking of in and out. Oh wow. Really? Out, you were trying so to join us Friday. Like that. Uh, I, would um, I did. I, I tried a Whataburger because somebody did say they're like, oh, Whataburger is so much better than In and Out. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. And I I I, did, I was like, um, I'm sorry, what? I was like, not impressed. I'm sorry, wasn't impressed at all. Well, well, let me ask you this: Did you try In and Out over there in Texas? No. No, I have never okay, tried. It, apparently, it's out there, and they say it's yeah. like the same as Cali over here. But yeah, I gotta everyone, find out, you know, from someone. Uh, my sister was was in California a few years ago before we mm-hmm. had In and Out here, and she says it's much better over there. She's like, it sucks here. Like she never goes. It depends, actually. It depends on which In and Out, because so where my parents live, well, there's two yeah. In and Outs that are relatively equalish distance and we will always go to, to one because it's superior to the other one and the other one never has a line so you kind of know that that one isn't as good but then yeah. if you drive like a good like 15 miles even further away it's an even better in and out yeah so also it kind of depends on who depend. makes your burger then yeah though. it does because i just had it the other day and it was like not as good as i've had it before so but they were slammed packed so it kind of also depends that when they're just like churning them out left and right it just like mm-hmm. you could see they're like oh, oh, hyperventilating because it's just like constant <laughs> you I, know like, you're at a good at a good shop <laughs> yeah but it was also it took me almost like half an hour to 40 minutes to get it because that's how packed they were yeah and you're just yep. like oh yeah. I can never justify waiting more than ten minutes. For but me. it was was it not well worth the wait? I mean, I mean it's always good. Like their secret sauce, I I love their secret sauce. I will ask extra. I like the spread. I was like they call it the spread, and I was just like I want the spread. I try to do the the animal style fries, but I'm just like I don't want to wait. I don't like onions. Long. Oh, so I can't even eat grilled. Onions. Oh my god, who are you? I don't know. Onions are so good for you. (laughs) You know what? This is my show. What the fuck? Your show? (laughs) Does anybody here on this panel have any vegetables? Wait, what about vegetables? They got fries, dude. (laughs) Fries are not a vegetable. That just goes to show you don't need vegetables. Now they have lettuce and tomatoes. Come on. Jason, you fucking heard it, so don't be judging me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Potato no, but yeah. Uh, uh, no, sounds good right now. <laughs> Where's your the nearest in and out for you, Mario? Oh man, um, probably like about ten minutes away from here. To be honest, um, the place where I used to live was another about ten, fifteen minutes away. But the good thing about that place, there's an in and out, and right next to it was a Chick Fil A. So for me, that's deadly one-two combo, man. So I freaking love it. Like, parking lot right there. Exactly, man. That place was always hard packed, like, legit. I used to live um, down the street from the original In-N-Out, like where they got the the college and everything. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. It's in uh, Baldwin Park, or like yeah. close to Baldwin Park. Yeah, Baldwin I'm in Orange Park? County, and I went to I went to like one of the original. I think the first one of the first ones that showed up in Orange County. Not that long ago, and that, I went like at eleven thirty at night. The line was way out to the yeah. street, and that place was grubbing. It was really, really good that night. So, also, yeah, it depends. I mean, even that late at night, eleven thirty, that's what's awesome. You can go to In and Out, depend on it, and it's just like hella freaking good. Yeah, it's pretty solid. That's what I like about they like. I think is that's why they haven't branched out like all across the mm-hmm. country. It's because they want to maintain the freshness, and they only want to have their 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 brick and mortars within a driving distance of their actual like warehouses. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's no, why they, they they should keep it a Southern California exclusive. That's yeah, it. our Southern thingy. You know, but also the reason is like uh, the entire family was k- pretty much killed in a plane crash. What the and fuck? So that's, <laughs> yeah, did you not know the story? Ooh, no. Yeah, so basically, there's only one surviving original internet, and it's the granddaughter. The whole family basically. Yeah. So she, the entire family, was on a private plane, and they basically, she wasn't on it, and they all just died, perished sadly. And so she, I think, to this day, never flies. She really doesn't fly because of that fear. And I was like. I would never fly to if my entire family was wiped out on a plane. And that's Jesus. why also the premise of why In-N-Out hasn't branched out further, too, because they don't want to fly. It's all driving. In-N-Out's is their last name? No. no. Oh, I was just being a smart-ass. Oh. Um, <laughs> I hate yeah, you. In-N-Out was also the very first uh, drive-thru. Oh, yeah. They literally invented the, the two-way speaker at a restaurant. Where you pull up your car, order it, and then... Oh, wow. Pull, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I watched a thing on uh, First We Feast on YouTube. Oh, they I love like that. A, yeah. They did a history of, like, the burger and, like, how it, how important oh, in and out was. Yeah. I was just watching that the other day because Elijah Wood was on it. And he did, like, oh, hell yeah. he did, like, the top... Was it five burgers or something? Yeah, like, the budget burgers or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I had a burger today. It was so fucking good, dude. Where'd you have yours? Uh, there's a place here in town called Longhorn. So it wasn't Whataburger? No. <laughs> um, I like Whataburger, but sometimes I want like more, like, I don't want to call this a gourmet burger, but it's Upscale. more burger for Dean, the dollar. Dean to me seems like he's like a kind of like nitty gritty guy. Like he go, he visits the farm and he points, I want wow. that one. Wow. I want that God one on my plate. Is it like kind of like the go... Portlandium show where they're like, what's the name of the animal? Where did they yeah. grow up? How did yeah. they, what were they fed? I need it's a background like, check on this chicken, please. Yeah, put a yeah. on. <laughs> that was one of the coolest things. What was things its last about... meal? That was one of the coolest things about Texas was everywhere you went, there was like any like store you went to, there was a freezer full of steaks. 
Like every gas station has freezers mm. full of steaks. And I was like, holy shit, man. Nice. He's like, oh yeah, we got them right here across the corner of this farm right here. It's like all yeah, fresh. Like Farmer John. That's good. <laughs> Natalie, so is there anywhere like either in the country or in the world to where you would want to see yourself going for your adventures that you haven't been yet? Oh, there's so many places. Um, I actually want to go to Antarctica, <laughs> surprisingly. Really? Just because, like, hardly anybody's gone there. So I figured, Well, there's like, a reason why no, one's, no one ever goes over there. I mean, Because it's fucking freezing, I know. Yeah, you want to but... freeze your ass off? Cuervo, this is a PG-13 show, man. I don't think we need to Wow, bro. <laughs> You gotta think before you type. You know how they say. <laughs> you know how they say think before you shoot. You gotta think before you type, buddy. I will say, <laughs> I really, I really oh my god, like five guys burgers. <laughs> Wait, what are y'all giggling about? And he's like Alec Baldwin. Like, that's what you guys is it really criticize too soon? It's never Dude. too soon. Never. Remember yeah. that for your it's next not his ex. fault. Oh yeah, he didn't pull the trigger. Oh, oh the gun oh, 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 shot by itself. Yeah, that was quick. A single action quick. revolver just fires automatically. It was supposed to have blanks in it. First of all, mm. nobody why was there thought, a live round? Nobody yeah, thought you murdered this chick on purpose. Why are you lying about the gun just magically? To say it's firing? an accident. Clearly, like, it was an accident. It wasn't like really it was meditated. Well, <laughs> anybody knows that once you have a gun, you're supposed to give me to a like... desktop. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wow. He's no, thinking about it. I don't want to no. show. No, absolutely not. My gun's not loaded. Ooh, I want a hot <laughs> pink one. Is that wrong? <laughs> No, you could get them actually pretty cheap. But you got Dean, Dean's packing in case Ooh. one of the cows get loose. Okay, okay, here's the thing. He needs it. Imagine there's a live round in there, Dean. I know there's not a live round in there. They're right here. I'm just saying that there was, bro. So did Alec Baldwin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like but you didn't check his guy. Piss off your he sister one day, see if there's going to be a live round in there. Check it, Dean. <laughs> I'm in my room. I have my headphones on. I'm focusing on my computer. I don't want some dude kicking got in copious amounts of porn. Who's going to kick you? Someone's <laughs> going to wake up. Are monitors. you living in such a seedy place? Someone's, someone's going to say, you know what, today I'm going to kick okay. down Dean's door. <laughs> I know where he lives. The I'm last going thing after they do. it. If they see that flag in the window, Wait, they might. Two things. Dean always says I live in a ghetto neighborhood. but <laughs> I've never said you live in a ghetto neighborhood. Yeah, you did. You did. You said I live in the bad part of town. Well, it's What's not the, the bad part, part of, of town? town? Yeah, I don't My There's fucking deer in my neighborhood, bro. I don't live in the bad part of town. Oh my god, that reminds me of this time I picked up a cop on duty in Martha's Vineyard. And he, yeah. You picked up a cop? Well, technically he was, uh, was on he? duty. <laughs> and then well, I... He was on booty after that. Uh, Jesus. I, I walked up to him and I said, call me when you get off of, off of work. And I handed him my, my, my number because I was like, you're hot, call me. So he, he did now. actually call me. Wow. And then, oh, you know how often that happens to dudes? Literally <laughs> never. I mean, it's a hot cop. I think that would happen all the time. Is that not No, right? the question is, did he use the handcuffs? <laughs> wow. That's no. Crazy. Oh, no. He did not. But he lived in, like, like it was a taser. This, this cabin <laughs> in the woods. 
<laughs> teaser. <laughs> he had his like holster and stuff like that. I was like, ooh. But he lived in this like cabin in the woods. And for a second, I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? He's a cop. He could bury me in the middle of nowhere and no one would know. And he's a cop. I'm like, easily. I was like, what am I? Sometimes you like do stupid shit like that. And you're just Your like, spidey oh. senses tingle. It was a little bit. I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And then it was fine. And then he drove me home. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I don't even back? remember his yeah, name. I was going to say, he's in the back. <laughs> yeah. Did he have one of the little like... lights that he puts on the roof? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember his you name. You hate to see I it. Think... I think I just, his just nickname, The Cop. The, actually, he was a he was a directing traffic at the time that I cop. handed him. Uh. <laughs> what, a, what a guy. I want those Storm the White House cops. I really get into <laughs> Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I want those cops in the thick of it. John wants the. John wants. I mean, he got the baton, and that's just whacking people around. Yeah, you guys, you're cops in America. Those guys are crazy over there. (laughs) Yeah, it's not crazy. The cops in LSPDF are coming next Wednesday. Oh, I was gonna say. Those cops are always coming. Is that next Wednesday? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the Wednesday after. No, it is the the week. It is. No, it's two Wednesdays after. No, no, it's two Wednesdays. Yeah, no, we did a backlog today, but we had to act like everything was next Wednesdays. I thought today <laughs> it was, was Monday for a second. Monday. Oh, yeah, Monday. I'm sorry. <laughs> CC says saving lives and swapping wives. Is the same. I need wow. to be a cop. Jesus, CC. Yeah. Oh, Dude, man, can you you would shit yourself as a cop. <laughs> you imagine wow. Zach as a cop rolling up to a bank robbery. Okay, here's my gun. Don't. What the, wow. fuck? what the hell? I should give you the cash. What are you, what are yeah, you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you here's, talking here's about? Here's my change. Are you kidding me? Have you seen me in LSPDFR? Yeah, have you bro? seen LSPDFR? Bro, Zach's handcuffing himself. Zach okay. his partner's on fire. Zach, <laughs> multiple brutalities. As a cop. Yeah, I wouldn't be a good cop. Be Dude, Zach... I'd be so good. Dude, Zach stays strapped too. He likes to pretend I'm silly for keeping my gun. <laughs> yeah, I keep a 1911. I'm a fucking strapped too. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, saw this uh, this ad for uh, concealed weapons, and she, this girl's like she was walking with like a mini skirt and this top, and all of a sudden she lifts up her skirt, and then in her inner thighs are like these pockets where it's like. All her concealed weapons, she's pulling out a knife, pulling out like all these guns and lifting up her shirt. I was like, shit, that's really cool, Spanx. Because it was basically Spanx with pockets in them. And I'm like, I want that. <laughs> was that I an ad or Golden Ass? Well, actually, Golden Story Ass does not three. carry uh, any any guns. I didn't want any guns. Oh, wow. In my storyline, I just wanted it to be like kung fu fighting. Yeah. Like and, yeah. Like Kim Possible. No, she's an action hero. She's a spy. So she's got weapons. But her weapons are baked goods because it's the tongue and cheeky play on how actually like cupcakes and cookies or baked goods are all sugary and they're actually technically bad for you. And so I became the play on let's make like cupcakes and cakes be the weapons. And like you shove cakes, like you say. Yes. Or... Wow. That was good, Maureen. That was good. Bravo. So that's, wh- that's why everything looks like a bakery, too, because I was like, mm. well, why 
if we're going to have the weapons be cakes and cupcakes and stuff like that, then it should be a bakery so we can make all of yeah. make all the the weapons that way. Right. So like you have a cake and like a bomb mm. will actually be inside of it and then you can deliver it because who is suspecting of a delivery girl being a spy mm. or trying to like well, follow I, you? I'm they're like, we're not going to be here. Clog your arteries. No, don't get. So I used to, you didn't see it, Mario, but you, in the previous um, cons, uh-huh. every time somebody would buy a comic book, I'd give them like a little cupcake. And oh, I said, no. you'll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was you like, oh, I did. I was like, here, it's just, it's kind of like a little treat. I said, it's a treat. And I was like, you can, you'll understand the cupcake, what it's about when you read the series. <laughs> And it was just like Whoa. my little like, hey, but thank the, you so much for supporting. The cupcake was actually an RFID reader, and she could steal their credit card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dang it, you're right. But I also yeah. like there's a issue where there's brownies, and brownies were like to make the people fall asleep and lose their memories or things like that. It's just like a play on like. So they're, they're they're edibles. They're weed brownies in a sense, then, right? Pretty much, Basically. yeah. So yeah, I, I, I incorporated that. that into the comic, where it's just like, why not? Have it, and then I have one where um, it's like a truth serum, where the frosting you lick the frosting, and then you just spill your the truth out. That's pretty cool. Questions. I don't need frosting for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, next time if I see you at the con, remind me not to get any of your treats, your your cook, your cupcakes, or whatever. Well, the the wow. San Diego that we just did, I I didn't give out like the little cupcakes. I had big muffins though. Uh-huh. And I only I I kept forgetting to give them, but then occasionally I would remember to give the big muffins out, especially for people that bought like all five books in the series all at once. Oh. And I was like, "Thank you so much. Here's a treat." It was also like me showing appreciation for the fans coming in, yeah. and I love like seeing. Like, my fans come in, like, I have a bunch of, well, a lot of guys that come by and be like, hey, again. I'm like, hi, they take my picture, uh, okay. They don't have, like, a, a rule about selling food at, at uh, Oh, yeah, I'm not selling. Oh, okay. I'm not selling. You're just giving it I'm giving it, it as a thank oh, you. Oh, okay. It's smart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Smart. Right here. And I, I was, they got pretty pissy at me at the con because technically we're supposed to wear a mask. And I was like, then you're going to ruin my makeup. Like, you know, I have my eyelashes, like big rosy cheeks and bright red lipstick, right? And that's the Mm -hmm. iconic look for Golden Ass. And with the mask on, you can't do it. But, of course, when you saw me, Mario, they, like, came down on me. And they're like, but I was like, why are you yelling at me all the time? I'm always eating. And then literally I was like. (laughs) And I was like. It's like that one skit on, on the plane. Oh. Yeah, what was so- that on? SNL? Let me look it up. Like, put on your mask, and he's like, oh, I'm eating. And that's I the funny it's- thing. It's like, every time the security guard or somebody of authority well, came by, I literally okay. was like, yeah. Sir, if you're done eating. Yeah, but I'm still eating. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> when you're done eating, please put your mask back on. Sir, it is time for you to put your mask on. It's actually time for sure. Sir, when you're done, I Yo. need you to put your mask on. <laughs> Sir, what is going on here? What's your name, Mushin? Sir, I need you to put your mask on. Yes, 
it's hibachi. I'm still eating. Sir, I don't Sir, you cannot be doing that. We have now landed. You may remove your masks. <laughs> that was literally... That was me. And every time the security guard would come by, I had a croissant sandwich. And I was like eating it, legitimate heat eating it. And then he was like, oh, wait, you're eating. That's why you have your mask off. And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, I can't necessarily eat with my mask on. And they're like, okay, well, you know, somebody was complaining, saying that you had your mask off. And I was like, well, clearly I'm eating. And then one time I had like my water bottle in my hand about to like take a sip and I was talking to one of the convention guys and then he's like, oh, you're not wearing your mask. And I'm like, water bottle, trying to drink, but you keep talking to me, so stop talking to me so I can drink my water. <laughs> and I was like, come on. Every time. Oh my God, they were pissed off at me and I'm just like, I'm eating. What can I do? I'm sorry. I'm always eating. But then, like, my buddy for the convention, he came over, mm -hmm. and I was, again, eating another croissant sandwich. And he's like, Natalie, I know you're eating, but really, when you're done, please put on your mask. It's coming from the top, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Jeez. And it turned out that I was getting singled out. And they kept on the walkie-talkie going... I don't know what they said exactly, but they probably like, go to Golden Ass. She's got her mask off again. <laughs> go, go, ass. Golden Ass has her mask. Go, like, get on her. Get on her. And then I was like, so this. many stories. What? I'm, I'm eating. What? What? But it turns out, talk, go back to the people at the convention hating me. It was the person across from me that kept complaining about me. It was that chick again? Like, no. Well, actually, it was a different Asian chick. Oh, wow. Another like Asian wow. I, I'm telling you, it's like, well, wow. why? And I'm so selling? sweet. Uh, like jewelry. Do you remember, Mark? She had like, I think some earrings and she like had some like cutesy design on them. I wasn't Mario, no, I remember what you ate for lunch. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> so, and this was a messed up thing. The second the convention ended, they all took off their mask. And I was really? like, Really? Yes, wow. and I was like, "Wait, you yeah, just kept complaining to the security that I didn't have my mask on throughout the whole thing, and then the second the convention ends, you take off your mask." Danny, Danny will be out like in the middle of a hike, like a mountain four miles high, no people. One person walks by not wearing a mask. What the fuck, dude? Where's your mask? <laughs> yeah, stop the Asian hate, Danny. Stop mm -mm. it. Asian on Asian hate, dude. <laughs> I get it all the time. I'm just like, oh. oh man, you looking forward yeah. to the next one? Yes, because actually I sold out of uh, my first comic book, so the oh, first oh, issue, nice. I sold, nice. I sold out of it at the con, and then some people were like, "Well, we, how do we do buy do more?" Printings? Oh, this is probably like my fourth, <laughs> my oh, fourth dude. print. Too soon, Eddie. <clears throat> yeah. I missed that. Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, but do you do you switch it up? Like, do a different cover or something? Nah, I guess I'm too lazy. Although, I what I want to do for either WonderCon or uh, SDCC when it comes back in July, hopefully it's going to, 
I want to uh, do like what is I forget, a trade. I think it's called a trade, where yeah. it's the first six yeah. books. Yeah. I want to put it all together, but I hey, I already sent an email to my illustrator, and I said I want to do a, a trade, but we have to come up with a really good cover. But I don't know what mm-hmm. if maybe you guys could tell me. Like I don't know. I'm. Truthfully, I don't know shit about comic books, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the worst people. Like, I don't follow other comic books. I should get more ideas and things like that. Well, it just so happens you're talking to the comic book aficionado yeah. right here. You know, oh. 9.8, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, <sighs> I don't know. So, for the when you do a trade, do you, like, put all of the six books in, including the cover? Like, back one after the other or do you they, not uh, put the covers and just like put the issues sometimes in? the covers are at the end they do the covers for they each chap- for chapter for like each yeah. the beginning of each new book there'll okay. be covers like not every cover but some of mm-hmm. them maybe variant covers that they did yeah okay okay that so i've got some time to play with it where i'm gonna like okay how to do that so and then i will have uh the first issue in print again for the cons and then I'm looking into um, getting magnets because people actually at this con were like, do you have magnets? Do you have buttons? I don't Stick have any of that stickers? stuff. I do have stickers with the logo on it. Yeah, okay. The golden eye. And then the patches, of course. But I guess patches aren't like a big hot commodity. So I was just like, if oh, you there's like pins, so Mario would have bought, dude. I know that's actually what a lot of people were saying. Pins so are so expensive. I'm actually looking into like finding companies that will make Pin, 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 pins. We should do a CW pin. Bro. Oh, we've tried. It's very expensive. It's enamel yeah. pins. Yeah, they're. I'm you sure. have to buy actually, like at least. I guess now that's buy a minimum. Deal, yeah, sure actually, now like that we're making some good what, money. What's the money? minimum? Now you're freaking me out here. <laughs> uh, so when I looked into it, let me see if I can pull up one of my quotes. Like, who were you? Who are you reusing? <laughs> well, so let me say this in san antonio we do this thing called fiesta and you buy like pins that are on like a ribbon okay but i was just getting a quote for the pins like the ribbon's pretty cheap Mm -hmm. let me see if i can find a quote but most people like you need to buy at least 100 to make it worth their time um let me see but because i know of uh, one company that you could do like 50 yeah they have time well there's actually we we have I guess what type of pins, like enamel pins, right? Yeah. Not with just like a printing. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So let me see. Because, <sighs> I mean, 100 works for me because if I'm selling them at the convention and then I can like, that's what happens is like I buy a stockpile and then I'll keep using them up until they're all gone for my convention. So yeah, I sold out of stuff and I was like, okay, I could reorder like my tank tops and stuff. I have to come up with like new um, tank top ideas for the graphics on it. Oh, sorry. You go ahead. Go ahead, Dean. No, I was thinking if, you, if it's just a minimum of 50 pins, well, I would, I would yeah. think they would, they would go pretty quick. Yeah. You know, especially well, over there in um, SCCC. Yeah. So I don't know. I know I want to do like uh, my logo because it's very catchy. Yeah. And, and then maybe her golden ass when, you know, I think I sent... Where it's like she's got that little pop with her basket. And then somebody said maybe I could do like my first issue cover and make it as a pin as well. Cause yeah, I, that's uh, an idea. So I was like, there's like still mulling around and I was <clears> like, oh, 
you know, they're going to do like a lot of like New Year sales or Christmas sales. So that's what a lot of times I do. I'll jump in and I'll catch all the sales from all these companies so I don't have mm -hmm. to pay as much. And I'll, luckily I have enough space to keep it all because you need a pretty fairly like warehouse to keep to store all your goodies. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah, I what so you see in the CW background stuff. is just. I know what you mean. We do Patreon and we have um, like stickers and stuff like that. But like the mailing supplies, the labels, the stickers, the packing material, it's ugh, so much yeah. to do with. Dean, what are you going to ask? Natalie, do you ever get um, like fan art? I do actually. Like, um, I wish I could move my, my thingy to show you. But a lot of the times, like, I'll have artists draw golden ass. And they'll give it Ooh. to me. And I was like, oh my God, this is so fantastic. Thank Are you. Are you drawing something right now, Dean? I'm, I'm drawing stuff for our D&D &D thing. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> it, it made me think of it like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I will, like, the first one that ever uh, did a fan art for me. And of course, I'm looking at it right now and I'm drawing a blank on his name. And he's a pretty well known artist. And it was when I first just had Jim the Lee. costume. No. <laughs> so, I, Dean, me, this is the quote that I got. It was one and a half size pin. It was two twenty nine each for a hundred, so two hundred thirty dollars plus tax. Or with a ribbon, it was two hundred ninety eight dollars plus tax. Yeah. Wow. Which isn't actually that bad. I guess back then for we were really making that much money for a hundred pins. Wow. Wait, who's that design. company? This is a company in San Antonio called um, Fiesta Metals Direct. Uh -huh. But I think that was the again? cheapest quote. Fiesta Metals Direct. Maybe we John, should look into pins doing? again. Every time so I hear Fiesta. Fiesta. Maybe we should look into pins. Ole. Every time John hears Fiesta. Fiesta. Guacamole. That is the only Fiesta. one. No, he's, saying, he's doing the Ole. He's doing the... That is the only one I guess. Ole. <laughs> that seems racial. Now it's... um. Tim Vigil, 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 V I G I L. I don't know if you guys know who that is. I'm not familiar. No. Oh, Sounds well. familiar, though. Yeah, so he, I guess he does a lot of like illustrations, like graphic illustrations, like really like, hor not want to say horrific kind of stuff, but anyway, mm -hmm. so he was the first one to ever draw me when I was just in my costume. I didn't have a comic book at all. And I just happened to walk by and he's like, who are you? Did I don't want, I need to draw you. Yeah. yeah that's and, what I was going to say. Did he say, I have to draw you. Yeah, pretty much. And he said, come back later today or after <laughs> well, the show. Kind of creepy. And I, I mean... will have, wait, okay, like here, the guy that I'm going to go get it for you. So you for, can see it. With his fucking I wonder <laughs> I wonder what that guy looked like. Jack, I want you to draw me. That's not very nice. I have Mario's to draw you. Oh, that's pretty yeah. good. Oh wow. oh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, really, awesome. better really, than uh, I could do, that's for sure. So, yeah, yeah. Captured the realism. Right. Oh, so that God, was my man. very first fan art. I was like so excited. <laughs> and I actually framed it for the first time. It was never, it wasn't that. framed. It was just like... In a pa on the paper, just like in the background on my like desk, and then of course during COVID, I finally was like, you know what? I have all these little fan art pieces that I should actually. I'm frame. gonna draw one. 
I'm gonna do a fan art. Oh my god, please! And I will definitely, I will frame it. And I have, I've started to put it up on my wall. And, um, and I just have, and then I have like my canvas covers on my wall too. Kind of like album covers, you know how people, when they have like go platinum and gold, they will post it up. That's what I started to do with mine. That's pretty special to have the, the Dean the Dream Martin, you know, type of uh, print up on your wall, man. I, mean, I I was wow. never offered anything like that, dude. And I'm like I'm like wow. kind of jealous right now, bro. Can I show yeah, you? Yeah, but do you have I... a golden ass? I I don't. Mine has, has, has a gold. He has a brown ass. He has a gold tooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gold brown, yeah. It's actually not that brown. No, but can I show you guys what I was working on during the show? How dare you, Eddie? Show. It's like a big mole on. Tough crowd today. <laughs> Oh, I got well, some laughs. Is, I don't know what you're talking about. This is what I was working on. I just finished it during the show. Hey. Nice. Oh. What's happened? You're too busy running up and down a building, not helping us. We need, my... we need this next episode. I know. We play Dungeons That's and Dragons. That's cool. Yeah, Zach and I play D&D in, uh, on the channel. And <laughs> we're in the middle of this fight. And everybody was upstairs. And I was like, I'm not going to make it in time. And they're like, fuck it, just go. So I start running, and the and bad guys downstairs. left. They jumped out of the building downstairs, and now I'm like upstairs by myself again. It's like the it's Three really... Stooges right now. Yeah, I feel. Can stupid. you like just like sketch my logo on the the gold um, sword part? I just want to like you know mark my <laughs> yeah. territory right, right there. Your... Cameo. Uh, do he I... charges yeah. for that though. You might want to be careful. Uh oh. <laughs> no, he doesn't. So. Is your logo on your Instagram? Yeah, it's just, it looks like a butt. Oh. <laughs> here, Dean, uh, I'll, I'll help you out here. Let's do a live drawing. Where is it? I used go, to Dean. have right stickers there. everywhere. <laughs> okay, That's okay, it. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, wait, this, so is the, this is the JPEG. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I'll look in there. This is... This one? Look at this. We're getting, we're getting like... Live art. No, no did I fuck it up again? Yeah, dingus. Hold on. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me find out where this went. I love this. Danny. Where the hell? Asian hate. What can I say? Wow. <laughs> How dare you. You hate to see it. Yeah, what happened to Danny? <laughs> he says his earbuds went out. Oh, here, Uh-oh. Oh, here you go. He didn't have the Kodak one. That's why. Oh, exactly. Yeah, there there you go. Okay, Vigil is the creator of Faust Comics. Are you going to share that's your sweet one, one if you have yeah, the yeah, original yeah. by him? Yeah. Oh, wow. I needed I needed the one with all my uh, oh it's black on my screen. Oh, this is all my layers right here. Uh, that whole lump of black right there is all your layers. Yeah. Well, I don't know why it's black on my screen. Because but... it's proprietary, man. Everybody can't see what's behind the scenes, bro. Yeah, it goes. All right, let's see. And you want to keep let's it that way. Do. We don't need no plagiarism here. Goals. <laughs> A little darker. Okay, and then the world is the waiting the with I mean, you could just do like, um, oh my god, I hear like. That's Danny. Back I got it. That's Danny. God damn it, Danny! <clears throat> you forgot the codex. I fixed it. He's back. That's what matters. Oh, oh, there's oh. the G. And then the yeah, okay. Oh, that, wow, I'm pretty stupid. That's what that line's for. It's supposed to be a G. Well, you kind of... What the hell did you think it was for? I don't know. <laughs> you got to make go the arch up, up a little bit more to yeah, form you gotta the bring, 
the triangle yeah yeah you gotta oh, do that's... so it's like the up up and then the cross is more in the middle wait zach share your screen again real quick let me see you're missing this like triangle oh up. okay i see it i see it i see it okay. yeah draw the cheeks it's... first then draw the line yeah, yeah that's basically what it is, line is well, I, could do, I could do this i know sometimes oh, when i was uh i had uh, a graphic artist design it i was like maybe i should have you know made the line a little bit lower and made the the circle a little bit more circular but then i was like no i want it to be like you have to really look and see what it is and be like oh wait what wow. yeah that's it beautiful <clears throat> that looks like actually that looks like... <laughs> wow. <laughs> but wait, now you gotta like the the right butt cheek. Gene, stick this up in the Yeah, now it's like spread wide open. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop a day. It's only it's it's R, not X. <laughs> I actually I had a friend like put like a little shit emoji underneath Jeez. it once. Wow. No. How dare they? Yes. Oh. I was like um yeah he he he's gonna be a villain in my car he kind of already is you call him shithead yeah. he, he was like my best friend and then we decided after years of like sexual innuendos and whatnot to have a go at it and then it just oh. turned to shit oh. never sleep with your best Liter friend literally no, Literally. Zach and I tried it. It didn't work out. Jesus. <laughs> wow. it, didn't, it didn't fit. Why yeah. me and John don't get along? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. That's fucking wrong. funny, man. No one's laughing at <laughs> me, dude. It wasn't bad. That's, wow, that, that, that's a lot to unpack, man. Natalie, where can people find you if they want to learn more about your comic or your social medias? Uh, good. Uh... <laughs> I'm like, uh -oh. finds uh -oh. me like, at golden ass Gwen on my Instagram. And then I will try my best to respond. But a lot of times I may not respond to certain messages because sometimes I get some vulgar yeah, messages. Please, please don't, be, if you're a listener of ours, please don't yeah. be wild. Then I, I will get some yourself. pretty, not some. Be classy out there, fellas. Yeah. Come on. So mad I get you. some ones where I'm like, I don't ever want to respond to you, but please buy my book and I will take your money. Like a true Asian. Like, right? Like, and I will take Asian. your money. <laughs> That's racist. Oh, wow. Even Eddie froze. Not Eddie. Even Danny froze for a second. <laughs> that was fucked up. <laughs> Eddie, wow, man. How dare you? Oh. But, like, uh, I'm horrible on Facebook, sadly. Like, people do send me messages and stuff on Facebook. I, like, I don't know. I, I hate Facebook, truthfully. I actually, honestly, hate all social media. I really do. But oh. it's a means to an end to, like, promote and put my product out there to get people to buy my comic book. And... I hate social media, but please follow me. Yeah, pretty much. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> uh, I was yeah. just like, oh. That's why I like I like to do conventions a lot more because I like the one-on-one -on -one interaction with the people and I find like my personality comes out more and I think that what draws the audience because mm -hmm. I clearly Mario mm -hmm. you saw like when oh, I'm yeah. at the convention I'm like oh hey come on in and I can really like sell you? my product versus like Instagram it's a picture it's a this it's a that and because I see a lot of I I. 
I guess I don't interact or post as much as I could because I guess I get frustrated with the whole process of Instagram because they constantly hide me. And I was like, what do I need to do to like be shown a little bit more? And I think what it is is like they want me to pay to promote. I was like, I don't want to pay to promote. Or you can come on Collecting Weekly after dark and just plug yes! it in. Yes. There you go. Anytime. I love you. Anytime. Absolutely free. <laughs> you definitely could do a podcast or a show. Yeah, you have so you much. You have the personality mm-hmm. for it. The Zach hasn't yeah. noticed if, dead air one time during this entire show. So <laughs> yeah, if Eddie could do it, you could do it. Uh, uh, yay. How dare you? Well, you know, let's be careful. Uh, but sometimes like do i just what do i even like how do i even begin to discuss i'm just like that's that's you just gotta do it that's the thing there's always Mm -hmm. a reason not to do something you just gotta do it yeah we had we didn't know like we didn't know anything about anything like hosting Mm -hmm. websites microphone okay shut that up john microphones (laughs) tech anything wait do you think i have to get a microphone i mean oh god that helps you get the feedback but 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 you know me i can walk you through the process this is true like how's my like how is like my sound now with my you you sound actually pretty good to be honest yeah it's the kodak it's sound better than i did yeah (laughs) jesus john sound like i was fucking making popcorn (laughs) i think you should do it i think you should do it I, I've been getting that a lot. People are like, oh. And I sometimes was like, when I was in, really in the midst of the whole dating, like really dating, 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 I was like, oh, this would have been great, like to talk about the awful date. But then part of me is like, the real me does want to find somebody. So it made it quite difficult too, because a lot of guys don't want to be discussed. And it makes it difficult to find somebody that is willing to go along with the process yeah. because they're, they don't want to be criticized and they don't want to hear some negative aspects possibly. Cause I had an ex who I was dating when I was re- just, I was about to launch the comic book. I was doing this stuff and I was, I was actually blogging a lot and he hated it. He hated me talking about things, like well, discussing yeah. it, my comic book, and it kind of put a strain on our relationship because eventually it was just this like he never wanted me to talk or you're and then he need, actually read it. You're going to need a, a super secure dude. Yeah, with and the it's kind difficult cuz you're doing they're going to yeah. But it's, it's difficult to find a super secure dude. Like a lot of times guys Not, will say they are You won't secure. find it at cons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. So it, it, it's... <laughs> they want to put you in their collection and leave there. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. Put them in your pocket. Put me exactly. in the pocket. Right? Yep. Oh god, here comes. Dylan. I don't think they could handle is... me. Here comes Dylan. If there's one thing Zach likes more than podcasting, it's sherpaing how to do it. Oh god. <laughs> I share my knowledge with the world. Uh... <laughs> I remember the day when Dylan used to love me. Fucking so much respect now. You fucking rams on you. It. Yeah, hate to see. Oh, it he does. He rams on him. All right. <laughs> Y'all need Jesus. Anyways, <laughs> I think I think we had a great discussion today. I think we all learned a lot about each oh, other. Oh yeah, we were talking for two hours basically. I know. We yeah. Had what? We gaffed. We laughed. Um. Yeah. Please check out Natalie and please be please. respectful in the in the DMs. Okay, at Golden Ask Gwen. Sometimes I don't Twitter want to say slide and... into it. No, Twitter, I'm hardly Jesus. ever on. I'm pathetic. 
<laughs> See, but you have, you. you have it. You have it down pretty well because I noticed like when Stumbled. I was checking your social medias for the show, Stumbled it was on your like our After Dark link was on your Amazon Tripping page. Up. It was on your Twitter. So I guess you're posting it and it just goes everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. So I have Smart. it all linked together, so I could just post it on one thing and it just goes straight Smart. to like. Twitter, on Facebook, and Tumblr. Although I'm never on Tumblr anymore. I mean, I used to blog yeah, a lot, but then the, Tumblr is not what it used to be anymore. <laughs> no, Tumblr is a fucking hell. That's where you'll find Mario. Um, but the funny thing with Tumblr is, like, they will flag a lot of my posts. They're like, what? this is this contact, you know, it's really? too racy. It's too. Oh yeah, I will get red flagged a lot on Tumblr. I thought Tumblr was more. Rated X. No, not even. No, that's no, Reddit. They that's got rid Reddit. Of it. What's a Tumblr? Oh, wow. Tumblr is a like personal like... blog website. That's the but yeah, they recently somebody bought Tumblr and took out all the adult material. Yeah, because that's where um, you could like watch years a lot of, of porn of and things like that. Now it's all the, about Reddit, the, baby. The unofficial slogan for Tumblr used to be "Puppies to Porn in Seconds," because oh. like it just depends Jeez. on who you follow and whatever they wanted to post that day. So you could see somebody posting like pictures of their cat or, you know, like a pretty flower and then someone getting fucking railed. You're just like, oh, my God. Oh, like, God. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, I, like used to really I think there's a Netflix show online. about that. <laughs> How dare you? Uh. <laughs> Anyways, well, I love you guys. Natalie, you're welcome any time. Oh, I, it was such a pleasure, gentlemen. I, I love it. Well, I love it. Thank Invite you me back anytime. In. Yeah, and anytime you have anything to plug, gentle. please let us know. We're happy to plug it. Yes. Uh, anyways, I'm Zach, and we'll catch you in the next episode. How about the rest of them? Good night. Yeah, what, what the, the hell? hell? We don't do this shit. You're Zach? We don't, you're Zach? We don't do I'm okay, Zach. First off, hang on. First off, you say I'm Zach every no, time. I'm Zach. No, I'm Zach. No, I'm Zach. We don't do that on After Dark. I hear popping, guys. I'm Zach. Get him out of here. I'm Zach. Get him out of here. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's put us in order here. There we go. Uh, 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 yeah, put me at the bottom. Oh, Wait, shit. that didn't sound quite right. No one puts baby at in the, the bottom. bottom. You okay, see. you ready? Anyways, guys, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Danny. I'm Zach. Oh my god, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the best. Take it easy, guys. Yeah. We'll catch you in the next one video. <laughs> stay golden. Yeah, stay golden.